0: Funky. My darling, back to another illustrious, another juicy episode, another controversial episode. I don't whatever you want to call a podcast with your boy, with your main man, me, Marquis Nash. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of things today. We're going to, we are going to be talking about the fans and what I feel about that. I already I told you I already told you guys a couple uh weeks ago or a couple, I think a couple podcasts ago about what I feel about it, but I'm going to reiterate it so y'all can hear what I talk because some people might have not have heard the last two episodes and I just want to reiterate it or we could, or, or we also are going to be talking about today. Um, We're going to, what are we going to talk about today on my research? Well, let me check the research department real quick. Uh, Okay. So we are going to be talking about today. The Green Bay Packers. What I feel about that. What I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers chilling like a villain. He up in, in Hawaii chilling. Ain't way worried about a thing. But a chicken wing, probably. He probably eating chicken wings. I don't know. Whatever. Or well, I mean, not or. But we also are going to be talking about. Um, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Do y'all think they're contenders or pretenders? Or y'all think the, the Bucks stop here? Literally, the Buck. Stops here with the Milwaukee Bucks facing the Brooklyn Nets, or the or are the Milwaukee Bucks really about about it? Are they really? Do you should you really fear the deer with the Milwaukee Bucks, or is this just a fluke, or is this just like a a phase? Or do you really think the Brooklyn Nets, or even if you're like I, I feel like the uh, Philadelphia 76ers can beat the Nets, even though people are kind of already picking the Brooklyn Nets to win the series, anyways. So like we're going to be talking about all that next and and i'm gonna the commercial so it's pretty much now but so let's talk about it today let's talk about it let's talk about the brooklyn nets so the brooklyn nets are right now their series is uh they have a 3-1 series lead um the milwaukee bucks have swept yes i said it swept they swept swept they ain't really but on the road they just swept them away now nah, when the tornado just sweeps stuff away and you really don't see it again that's pretty much what happened the milwaukee bucks swept away the Miami heat i mean the heat Literally got from the start, from the name, from the jump. Literally, game one was competitive, and then we everybody thought, including me, thought it was gonna be okay. It's gonna be a nipper tuck game. It's gonna probably gonna be seven games, and Marky Buck said, "Nah, not really." And they just tapped their ass for three games straight, just molly walked them. And the game four was a little bit interesting because, like, they just were uh, Miami Heat were up for a minute, and then but just they were up for a minute, so you thought, okay, the uh, Miami Heat they got something. They could possibly win this game. I honestly thought the Milwaukee Bucks was going to catch up, and I thought, like I said before, anything when the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks are one of them teams where don't mess around and let them get like a six or seven point lead because they're going to turn that six and seven point lead to a, a fourteen, then they're going to turn that fourteen to a thirty, and then so on and so on. But it's at this point, I just feel like you should believe in the Milwaukee Bucks at this point. I mean and and I kind of figure people are going to like say, oh well, they're supposed to be Miami, and it's like. It's, what's crazy is the same people that said, "Oh, ooh, they're supposed to be Miami." Was the same people that picked us to lose against Miami. So it's just really crazy that how people switch it up. But I mean, I, I'll give y'all what y'all give you, what you give me, and that's bullshit. But um, <laughs> I ain't gonna say bullshit. But uh, no, well, uh, I'm not gonna give you bullshit. I'm gonna give you facts. The facts are that the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna beat the Brooklyn Nets this next series if they, if the Brooklyn Nets even get past the Celtics, which I think they will. But just let just put. Things in perspective right now, and just say the Brooklyn Nets are going to go to the second round. So if they go to the second round, people always talk about, oh, well, they scored 104 points, which I'm not doubting that the 104 points was great. I love that. I mean, that's when I saw that, I was like, okay, oh my gosh, like it's it was like, oh my god, like who's going to stop? Who's going to stop them? But I feel like the Bucks are going to stop here, and the Milwaukee Bucks are going to beat them. I think, and I and I'm a, I'm going to tell a bold statement. I believe the Markey Bucks are going to win in six. Cause people think it's seven. I no, no matter of fact, I'm gonna go even bolder, and I might might get people might hate me on Twitter. But I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go real bold. I'm gonna go real, real bold. The Milwaukee Bucks are gonna beat the 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 Celtics, not Celtics. They're gonna beat the Brooklyn Nets if they get in the second round. They're gonna beat the Brooklyn Nets in five and five. Yes, I said five games. The Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win in five games. Y'all gonna add me on my Twitter. My Twitter is Marquise95sports is M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95 sports. My Instagram is Marquise95sports, also M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95 sports. My Facebook page is the whatever you want to call a Facebook page. You can go there, look it up, whatever you want to call it. And you can go to my Facebook page, and you can DM me or, or message me or tweet me. But I that's my bold statement. My bold statement is the Nets are going to lose in five to the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put it on a limb, but if they don't, of course, I think we, the the honest answer, the the logical answer is the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna win in six or seven. That's a logical answer, but that's but my bold statement of this this week or this playoffs or this second round is the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna beat the Brooklyn Nets in five. But let's go on with let's let's go on to another subject. Uh, so speaking of like just the Brooklyn Nets, like I said, the Brooklyn Nets are really good. They're not I'm not down that they're not good at all. But their name to claim is all offense, no defense. Well, matter of fact, I'm not even gonna say the Nets. The the Mike DeAntoni offense. Their his name to claim is a lot of offense and very few defense. Very very few defense. Like that makes sense. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's a lot of offense and not a lot of defense. That's what it makes that makes sense more. That makes more sense. Okay, I got it. I got it. So yeah, like Mike Mike DeAntoni, his de- his playbook is just a lot of offense. Barely any defense. I mean, the Brooklyn. If you want to tell the truth, the reason really, the real reason why I feel confident in the Milwaukee Bucks is that, of course, I think Milwaukee Bucks can can can, can compete with them offensively because they score 120 points a game this series. I mean, this this uh season they scored 120 points, which is first in the NBA. That's a fact. That's not something that I'm just saying out of my mouth or side out saying out of the side of my mouth. That's some as a fact they score 120 point 20 points a game. That's, that's a fact. And is pretty much averaging like 40, 15, and like 5 against the Brooklyn Nets. And that's without James Harden, of course. But still, James Harden's not going to add no defensive presence just because he comes back. Like, of course, he has a little bit of offense. But people acted like, oh, well, James Harden now, So that's going to add some more defense. Uh, last time I checked, James Harden have not been on a defensive team. Last time I checked, he wasn't a defensive player of the year. Last time, last time I checked, he hasn't been on anybody's defensive team at all. So, I mean, he might have led in steals, but shit, I can lead in steals if I wanted to. And I'm not saying like I'm, like, it's not like a hard, it's like easy thing, but it's steals, I mean, tips and deflections, I hate them, like, analytics a little bit to a certain extent because it's like, oh, he has tw- two steals a game, I mean, which is good. But it's like sometimes, or t- like, he has five deflections a game, which is the leading of the NBA. That's so stupid because uh, you could say, okay, I can have a whole bunch of deflections, but. At the end of the day, is there is that impact of the game? Because sometimes, okay, I can have a deflection. It can deflect right to the opponent's uh, fingers, and they shoot it, and they make the shot. So just because I lead the lead the deflections doesn't mean anything at all. So sometimes I hate when analytics comes to that, when it comes down to that in analytics. But for me, man, it's just I de- like so the main reason why I feel that way, man, is because, I like I said again, the Brooklyn Nets, they have a lot of offense. They're, and two, their bench is not really that great. You got Blake Griffin. He's great, but he's not what he he what he was in, in Clipperland. You got a once he up. You got, got Shamon. Shamon's pretty good, but he's not gonna give you a consistent fifteen off the bench every game. You can you can contain him to a certain extent. Mike James. He's like a... I ain't gonna say he's a nobody, but he kind of is a nobody. Man, Brooklyn, he probably is a somebody. But but he just came onto the scene like a couple games ago. I mean, not a couple games ago, but. He just got signed to like a ten day before the end of the season, so I mean, it, I mean, he's really—I ain't gonna say he's a nobody because he's really good. I saw him play a little bit, so he's pretty good. But at the same time, he could be locked up. And You got, uh, well, you got Shamit, you got Blake, you got Dan. I mean, I didn't you got uh what's the name? Oh, what's his name? God, what's his name? The center, uh, Claxton. Claxton is great, but he's basically another—he's a, a downgraded version of uh, of Jared Allen. That's pretty what he is. He's a downgraded version of Jared Allen, which is not great. I mean, what's Not Jared Allen. Is it Jared Allen? The fro, the fro. We just gonna say the fro for now. I don't, I, I think I don't, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Jared Allen? Yeah, it might be Jared Allen, but, um, let me check my research department real quick. Is the name Jared Allen? I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be wrong and say I'm saying a, a different name or something like that. Okay. Um, where is it at, Jared? I'm spelling it wrong. I'm spelling slow, slow, but I don't care. Jared. Um, what am I saying? Yeah, that's his name, Jared Allen. Okay, yeah. So he's basically a downgraded version of Jared Allen, pretty much. That's pretty much what he is. And I'm not saying like he's a bad player or he can't be a great player or he can't get to the level of Jared Allen. But as of right now, he's not like he's not gonna give you. Ten blocks again. Mean, I'm not ten blocks. He's not getting. You, he's not. He's gonna get you somewhat of a defensive present a little bit, but he still can be beaten. He can still get ran off the floor. So that's why I say that. And two, the Bucks have multiple ways of beating you. They just not can only beat you by just shooting because they can shoot the lights out. They're I think they're averaging like, like fourteen and threes a game, and they're and they're I think they're third in the NBA. Let me check my research department on that. Um. I think they were like third. They were like third this season in three point percentage. Um, let me check the research department on that. I gotta rank the research department on pretty much everything. I wanna I wanna make sure I'm right on everything. Um in three percent three point percentage there. Yeah, no, they were twelfth actually. But I mean this I think that's the rankings are from the playoffs too, also. I think they were like third though. I thought they were like third in three point percentage. Okay, I might be wrong, whatever. But um they're like top their top 10 top fifteen in three point percentage. I think they were, like, they might be third. I might be looking at some something else. But I got someone that were, like, third and three-point percentage. But they're, like I said before, they shoot a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes also. They got Brim Forbes. They got Bobby Porter. They got Giannis that actually, he attempts threes at least, like, other than Ben Simmons. That's why I feel like Milwaukee Bucks is a better threat for Because if you're just talking about overall threat to the Brooklyn Nets, cause, since people are already kind of putting the Brooklyn Nets over in the finals already, which I don't want to put. Too many. I don't want to say that just yet because even though people are talking about the Brooklyn Nets and they're going to the finals, we never know the Miami, the Philadelphia 76ers actually have an easier route, so they might be in the finals. So I don't want to put the the Brooklyn Nets in the finals automatically just like that. Because, like I said before, the Milwaukee Bucks ain't no pushover. The Milwaukee Bucks they're gonna come to play, and of course, I think people know that. Of course, of course. But I think sometimes as as fans, we look into now we see or oh, a shiny toy, You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the Brooklyn Nets. And we see this every year, and we like, oh, my God, this might work. But you got to realize, too, even though, like, this is, like, a good team, which I, I'm going to say again, the Brooklyn Nets is an offensive juggernaut to anybody at Western Conference and even Eastern Conference. But I'm just speaking on, like, just, just straight facts. Their bench is not really that great. I just spoke about some of their bench players. I mean, I mean, with other than Shamit. okay, oh, he got a uh, – what's his name? What's the guy's name? Oh God, what's his name? Uh, Austin. You got uh, not Chris Harris. What's his name? Is uh Harris. You already know. Yeah, Brooklyn fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh God, what's his name? I'll say Calvin Harris. It's some guy name. Oh, okay, what is his name? Uh, Devin Harris. No, that's not his name. That's he used to play basketball. Okay, but y'all know who I'm talking about. If y'all from Brooklyn, y'all know who I'm talking about. The Harris, the one of the Harris. Uh, his name last name Harris. Oh God. Uh Joe Joe Harris. That's what his name is. Joe Harris. Joe Harris, he's pretty good, but he's been really inconsistent in the playoffs sometimes. You can stop him to a certain extent. I mean, you got uh, what's his name? God bless Bruce Brown. Is that Bruce Brown? Yeah, it might be Bruce Brown. So you got Bruce Brown. He's also he's he's pretty good, but he can be stopped. You got uh, what's his name? Unk. You got Jeff Green. You he's pretty good, but he can be stopped to a certain extent. And we saw, and I don't think. I might be wrong, and I might just be like, they might be just the Nets might be hiding something from us. But as of me, just me, for me looking at the game that the Milwaukee Bucks play against the Brooklyn Nets, they really don't have no answer for Giannis. So while people are talking about, oh, well, they don't have no an answer for Brooklyn or the, the or KD or Giannis, I mean, KD or James Harden, Kyrie, y'all don't really don't have uh a, a answer for Giannis. I mean, Giannis scored damn near 40 on y'all. Like, like forty, he scored forty, fifteen, like five on y'all multiple times. So it's just like Brooklyn fans, calm down. I know y'all happy that Brooklyn is in the playoffs and Brooklyn ain't been there in a while. I mean, they've been there last. Year, I think no, they weren't there last year. But in years past, they haven't really been there. And you want to get back so quickly, and you see Katie, you like, oh my god, that's a shiny toy. And you see Kyrie, he's like, oh my god, we got another shiny toy. Then you see James, like, oh my god, it's like one of them. Brooklyn fans are like one of them kids that get a whole bunch of presents that they know they deserved already. Like they know they like, okay, they see them and they like, oh my god, a toy. And they see another one, and, oh my god, it's another toy. And they see another one, oh my god, they get too much and they just so they're so, uh, what privileged? That's what Brooklyn is. Brooklyn is privileged right now. They they're privileged to see, think that KD were that KD came to Brooklyn. They're privileged in that. I think and to by the by the way though. I think Brooklyn is a great city to like even just to live in. I, I really love Brooklyn. I actually want to go see, go to live in Brooklyn one of these days. I'm not even living there, but just go go around to Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. I know a couple guys that's from there that I, I actually played football with. And actually I played, uh, I know a couple guys. My friend, my sister has, I think, a, a friend of ours that was from Brooklyn or whatever. So it's it's going to be fun, though, when we face the Brooklyn That If we face the Brooklyn Nets, I'm just going to say that because this series is not over yet, even though we kind of feel like this series is over. They're uh up three one. The Brooklyn Nets are up three one against the net, the Celtics. So I mean, we not. I'm not gonna say it just yet, but we'll talk about it uh the next episode. But um also, we'll be to talk about this episode. Speaking of Nets and or dominance or whatever, we going. To, we are going to talk about uh like the Knicks. So the, if you're a fan or if you're an owner. And you like you you want an example of like how how to how to do it? This is what you should do. Like once you see you see what the Knicks did when you got the ownership out of the when the owner James Dolan, for example. This is like an example of what you should do as an owner. Like what Green Bay should be. Green Bay should be looking at the Knicks right now. How they how they ran their offense and how they run their front office. You see how when James James Dolan got out of the way. The Knicks start, Knicks start being better. That's what Mark Murphy and and Brian should do. Just get out the way. And then Aaron Rodgers speak for for crying out loud. It's just like one of them like they're like one of them people that just talk 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 and they don't realize like they're just talking to themselves. And you think oh I'm just talking and I'm talking and it's and it's like at this point it's like okay they're not gonna trade Aaron Rodgers but it's like at this point what's the point of keeping him if you're not if Aaron Rodgers is not gonna play? Cause right now we're still waiting on him and i think the offseason, the mandatory uh of the otas is like june 8th and that's like 7 days away so we really don't know if aaron Rodgers is going to come or not so and then i think we just heard that russ wilson not even in otas right now so man that's oh the, these these coaches are in these ownerships man then y'all need to get it right man y'all really do man it's a shame that you got teams like you, you got teams you got players like russ wilson and aaron Rodgers, where aaron Rodgers busting their ass for these teams and you got dumbass owners like James Dolan, not James Dolan. Yeah, James Dolan or teams like, or you got ownerships like uh, the Green Packers and the Seahawks that's not going to give what these these quarterbacks that you so-called, people call them divas, but I just call them, they're great players. And, and the thing about it is, when you have a great player, people are, are, are always going to call you divas like T.O. and Ojo Sika. But these guys are top five wide right receivers. If you had a chance to get them on your team, you would. So, at the end of the day, you might call them divas. You might call them all, all kind of names, but at the end of the day, they're champions in my eyes, even though they might not have a ring physically, but they're champions because they made it to where I, I wanted to go. So, it, for me, at the end of the day, that is, is foolish. At the end of the day, I think the Greenwood Packers, their ownership just, just throw everything away. And just I, At this point, I feel like the owner, the uh, Brian Kooligan, this is a game of chick, chicken right now. Which one is gonna buck? Which one is gonna buck before the other one? I think Brian Gugis and and Mark Murphy thinks Aaron Rodgers is gonna buck, but I think it's that's it's a, it's all the way around. Aaron Rodgers seems like a guy that it's like he's already kind of settled. He's relaxed. He's calm. He you even see him on vacation just chilling in Hawaii with his uh fiance. So it just seems like he's unbothered. So I really feel like Aaron Rodgers might not come to mandatory OTA. So man, it's it's looking. It's looking <laughs> looking serious right now, man. Uh, man, I don't know, man. It's it's looking serious in the in Green Bay, man. I think Green Bay Packers fans, we should be a little a little nervous. I mean, but I, I'm I'm hopeful that Green Bay can work things out. I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm it's near a three. You know, I don't know if y'all remember that uh movie, well, not movie, but it's like a cartoon. Really, it was on PBS called Between the Lions, and it was like a story about they talks about this uh this, this story about this. This guy called Cliffhanger, and like every time he would climb, he would try to find a way to get off that cliff, and he would be stuck on because he'll be hold on to a stick, he'll be like barely hanging on, and every time he would find ways to try to get off that cliff, he could never find a way to get off a cliff. And then that one time that he got off the cliff, he he got off and he finally he got right back on, and he just got back on another cliff, and then was still hanging on, and then it, like the story just kept on going on and on. And it was just basically the story, the board story was. He was a cliffhanger. He just kept on getting he barely hung on every time. And that's how it is with me with being a Green Bay Packers fan. I'm barely hanging on. It just it's just like day after day, I'm just getting closer and closer to falling, but I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm just getting closer and closer and I'm finding a way to to have optimism. But it's like closer and closer I get to the game day, or closer and closer I get today, the OTAs, I feel no more and more nervous. So it just I don't know if that's, I feel that way, but man, that's why I feel about feel about it right now. But speaking of what I feel about, man, um, did y'all see we, these, these, uh, incidents, like these past couple weeks about, uh, these fans are doing basically dumb ass shit in my eyes. It's dumb shit. At the end of the day, I'm sorry to cuss. I'm, I don't want to, my mom probably listened to this, so I apologize, mommy, for, uh, for cussing, but it's dumb at this point, man. It's. And it, you would think, since you saw Malice in the Palace, you would think, okay, fans wouldn't do this again. Fans would not l- have learned a lesson from Malice in the Palace. You would have thought they would have did. You would have thought, okay, we're not gonna do this again. And now it seems like it has been simmering up again. It's just been uh, a multitude of incidents that's been happening like this with with the Trey Young incident, where the guy spit nearly spit on a lady and tried to spit on Trey Young, but didn't. But he the attempt is to even try to spit on Trey Young and Trey Young and it's disrespectful, and then you got the fan in um, Philly that poured popcorn, literally poured popcorn on Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook looked like he was hot and he was finna whoop ass. And then you got a guy, and then you got the fan in Philly. The next game after that, that ran on on the court, nearly ran on the court, but luckily the security guard tackled his ass, which they should have should have. And then you got uh, another incident, and in, uh, you got the Philly incident, the spit incident, and you got uh, oh yeah. And the Brooklyn incident where a uh, Celtics fan nearly threw a water bottle at and nearly missed Kyrie Irving, like missed him, barely missed him, and threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. Luckily, Shaman saw it and saw it and alerted it, and luckily the fans got arrested. But at this point, like I said a, a couple podcasts ago, at this point, I feel like it's just don't arrest them, don't do nothing. I'm not, you should get a fine, you should get a arrest, a uh, get arrested. Get, put that on your record. And also, I feel like you just get a mandatory ass whooping. Just let me whoop your ass. Get on. Get in front of the court or not even in the, give me, get in, in the middle of a field or in the street and just a mandatory five minutes to whoop your ass. It's just, just a mandatory ass whooping. That's what I feel like that should be. Like it just should be a mandatory ass whooping. Like all oh, the judges come, come to you and say, okay, you have a probation. You have this. You have this. You have to pay this. And then also you have a mandatory ass whooping. At, in five minutes, like for five minutes at six o'clock, and they just thumped a little gavel or something like that. I, that's what I feel like should happen. That's just me. I don't know if y'all feel that way, but that's just me. Y'all can tweet me and y'all can go on my Instagram or whatever. But that's what I feel about this that situation. But um, speaking about situations, though, speaking about situations and situations. I'm saying I don't know what situation. That's not a word. That's not situation. Is not a word. But situations, though. Speaking about that, though, man, this. Western Conference, man, it's, it's a lot of situations, man. There's a lot of things going on in the Western Conference, man. It's This Western Conference is getting good, bro. This, if y'all ain't been watching the Western Conference games, especially the, the Utah Jazz versus the Memphis Grizzlies, I think Memphis Grizzlies ultimately is going to lose. Ultimately, I think that they're going to lose anyways, but they they gave a fight, man. And I and I wouldn't doubt that they make making this a game or tie the series up. Man, the Memphis Grizzlies has been playing well. John Morant has been playing well. I know him all too well because he heart- broke our heart in the final foot. What the the, the lead eight or something like that? He beat us, the Market Golden Eagles, um, where he was playing for Murray State. So I know him all too well. Um, so man, it's man. John Morant is balling. Uh, Jared, uh Dylan has been balling. Dylan Brooks been balling. Them guys in Memphis. Jared uh Jackson, he's been balling. Uh, uh Valenzuela's been balling. The coach they got a uh, I think uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it's David Borrega. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if it's him or I don't know who it is. But uh, the coach for the Utah Jazz also been doing a great job. Donovan Mitchell been doing great. I mean that that did y'all see? But did y'all see that block that Josh had to Josh had to dunk on Gory Gobert? Which I mean it was a temp because Josh looked like he's like a mini Russell Westbrook, even though Russell is kind of already small himself. So it's like what are you talking about? by many, but like a, a skinnier version of Russell Westbrook, he tried to dump on Rudy Gobert, and Rudy Gobert denied it. I mean, that was just – it was hilarious and almost comical because it's just – John Morant, just, he, he doesn't have no care for anybody. He just – he doesn't, man, and I like it, man. I really, I really love it, but like I said about these Western, Western Conference games, man, it's been really good. You got the Lakers and the Suns. I think the Suns just tied it. Two two. So I mean that's gonna be a series and A D is day to day with his injury with a groin injury. I think left or right. I don't know which one. It's it's a groin injury, man. That's day to day. So we don't know what that's up in there with his, his injury. So man, it's it's about to be great. And then you got the Brooklyn Nets also, like I said. That's gonna be great. You got uh what you got? The Sun. You got the Mavs and the Clippers. They tied the series. That's gonna be good. And you know I don't know if y'all watched the y'all probably did. Watch the, Wiz- the Wizard of Oz. And remember, and the scene, one of the scenes where the uh the 10 Man got like his he ran out of oil. He was stuck. He was a stiff. I think that's what it was for Kawhi Leonard. He just ran out of oil the first two games. He just, he ran out of oil. He he felt stiff, and then they they refilled him, and then now he, he's winning two games in a row. If y'all don't get it, cyborg, whatever, y'all get it. Y'all get it later. <laughs> but um um y'all, I feel though, I feel like. The Clippers, they they still going to win this series. I also we do feel like they're going to win a series, but I think they're going to lose in the second round, ultimately. That's going to force Kawhi to make a big big decision. And that's if he's going to stay in LA or he might go to Miami or elsewhere, anywhere he wants to go, really, at this point. I mean, he could go to LA and play with LeBron or whatever, or the, in the basement or in the upstairs of, of LA, which they call them the, the Clippers or the downstairs of LA, but. I mean, it's like, and I hate that, that the LA Clippers, I hate when teams are like, because it's like, it's really interesting with that, because it's like, with the Clippers, the Clippers ain't really neck they really don't have any championships at all, where they don't actually, they've been getting beaten in the second round every time, so, it's and at this point, for me, as a Clippers fan, I want to ask the question. not Clippers, but as a fan overall, if you're a Clippers fan, like, what do you think should happen if they lose, like, what what what's next for the Clippers if they lose in the second round, or even less to say now, if they lose against the Mavericks and the Mavericks win in six or seven, what do you think should happen? Like, what, like, do you think they should rebuild again? Or because PG signed a, a multi-year deal. So he's going to be there for a minute. So I what do you think should happen, man? I don't know, man. I, I don't, it's right now I'm worried about the Milwaukee Bucks. So I can't even really talk about the Clippers right now, but I, because I really don't feel like they should break the team up. I just think they should give it a couple people like Patrick Beverly. I think his time is up right now. I think Marcus Morris, one of the Morris brothers, you should keep. I think you should uh build around that, build around PG and 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 quality. Just build, a, a shoot some shooting. Just rebuild. I think that's ultimately what you got to do: rebuild. And right now, that's why I think they and I think them getting rid of Lou Williams kind of messed it up a little bit. Rondo was actually doing well, but I think Rondo is one of the people where you have to put him in a certain situation where he can become successful. And I think Alec the Clip, the Lakers were a good team for him because it makes sense because they ha- they didn't have just one or two guys. And Kawhi is really not a point guard like right that. He can be one, but he's not that point guard type of a player. Same thing for PG. PG is a iso-dominant kind of guy. He's not going to really give you 10 assists a game. He can. Like, same thing for Kawhi. He can, but it's, that's not in his DNA. And of course, I think that's why they bring in Rondo. But even Rondo is not working because I think all- offensively and defensively, they cannot stop Luca at all, like all at all. They cannot contain Luca at all. I mean, contain him a little bit last the last two games, but I mean, let's see if it works, man. I don't know what's gonna happen with the Clippers, but I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be real crazy. And speaking of crazy, what's going on with the Julio Jones situation, man? I man, that is gonna be interesting. The they were talking about, oh, the Packers and how we're interested in Julio Jones. So could that be a reason for Aaron Rodgers to stay or? Is he kind of too far gone now? That's just my question for this episode. But y'all, I thank you guys for listening to the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast. Um, before I go, I'd I'll, I'll like to thank you guys for listening to it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast. Um, but before I leave, you can go to the... If you want like listen to listen to this podcast or other podcasts like this or my podcast episodes, you can go to the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast. Um, on Stitcher, if not Stitcher, you can go to Spotify, if not Spotify or Stitcher. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Apple T- iTunes. I know y'all have the iPhones or whatever. You can go on to, you can watch it in a car. You can watch it in, uh, you can, when I watch, you can listen to it in the car. You can listen to it while you want you, you Make sure you have your headphones in if you're in the library. I do cause I'm cussing a little bit, so I don't want to be too loud, but, uh, I don't want to get kicked out of the library because you might be studying or whatever. But, you, like I said, if you're studying in the college or whatever, you are, or you can be abroad studying abroad. And you can listen to my podcast, but wherever you are, I need you to listen to the podcast because it's a really, it's a really good, interesting podcast. I really feel like you should listen to the podcast because it's a good podcast. Not listen to the podcast, damn it! I'm playing, I'm playing. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get defensive like that, but I got super defensive like. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I'll, I'll see you guys. We'll see you. I ain't gonna really see me, but you will I probably actually, matter of fact. Speaking of podcasts, I'm I'm. It's a possibility that I'm gonna do a bonus episode tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, regarding the playoffs. So, man, I'll you can listen to the podcast, whatever. But I'll see you guys, or you can hear me, whatever. Next episode, peace, bye.